And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Round two, chat that on the Bet Football Network with producer Jake Nowicker and my co-host Brendan Tobin on the Sports Machine. Sean Levine, BT, the Fiesta Bowl is coming down to the very end. Fourth down, TCU, 51-45, oh! 35. What? 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 What happened? He fumbled what the happened? snap, dude. <laughs> he and fumbled the snap. McCarthy fumbled the he snap. Fumbled. Bounced right off of him. Eesh, that's tough. Tough way to go out. Okay. And now, yeah, they lateral, and now, now they some crazy stuff, and that's illegal. Purple and... is happy. Yep, 25 seconds left, and TCU, wow, TCU is going to move on to the national championship game. They came in as seven-and-a-half-point underdogs. Look like they're going to kneel on it here to finish this game. They're up 51-45. to 45. Man, I've been, I did a bunch of shows this week here on the BetQL Network. I didn't talk to one person that had the horn frogs. I talked to a lot of people that had them taking the seven and a half because anytime you can get a touchdown next to point and a hook, that's pretty tempting. And the line kind of kept going up because everybody was buying in on Michigan. I can't believe the TC compared to, and I'm a big 12 guy, right? I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm a KU guy, rock chalk Jayhawk. I can't believe this TCU team is one win away now from winning the national championship. It's pretty nutty, dude. Like that's a, uh, it's almost like an Alex Pajeda kind of uh, rise for them. Nobody saw it coming and, now they have a chance to go and uh, I mean, I think Georgia's going to win, but I guess we'll see. And let me tell you one thing, though, if like Ohio State ends up getting to the national title game and Michigan falls short. Oh, my God. Like all that trash talking that Michigan was able to have earlier on in the year goes away because they have a crack of the championship now. That's tough. That is. Uh, but Michigan was their own worst enemy, dude. Like they, they, they took them forever to get going in this game. Let me give you a scenario. Ohio State pulls off an upset against Georgia in like a close, low scoring game. Who's favored in the national championship? I mean, everybody was so high on Michigan because what they did to Ohio State, and I get it. That would mean that Ohio State just took out Georgia. The TCU, I mean, that might be like Ohio State by two, three? I'm thinking like four or five, but I I, okay. I, I, don't, I don't think it's over. But I, I just think that they're going to get the respect over over TCU. TCU is like, no, no, like nobody thought they were going to win this game. Like a national championship with the stakes on the line, with, with those kinds of stakes on the line. Like, what do you think is going to be against Georgia? What's the spread going to be? Two touchdowns? Oh, yeah, at least. All right, so we're talking odds. Let's go ahead and talk UFC odds. I'm going to ask you a question. You tell me, what are the odds? If we see Ilya Taporia taking on Patty Pimblett, Patty just, I think we've seen chin high. Taporia looks amazing. I think it's a pick em, only because a lot of money comes in on Patty, but I dump my entire bank account on Taporia. I think he knocks him out. I get your logic there because Patty is so popular that people like sure. money will pour in on him. But I just feel like Taporia, seeing the 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 the, the well roundedness of him, what a savage he is. I just oh, you feel think like Patty's an underdog. I feel like Patty. Yeah, I kind of feel like the jig is up after the last two performances. Like if you told me like we didn't have the last card and they said, Hey, what do you think the odds are for this? Then I would say, Oh, I think Patty's probably even going to be a favorite going into that one. Cause just people aren't on Taporia, but because of what he did and because of the way, the way Patty looked, everybody feeling like he got a gift essentially, man, I, I kind of feel like Taporia is minus two fifty on that. I feel like people are on to that already. Yeah. Can't make a lot of money on it, but maybe if you're on the Patty side, this is your chance to, uh, we've talked about Sean O'Malley's next fight. 
what if it is against Cheeto Vera for the second time around, right? Cheeto's been the only guy to be able to solve the riddle that is the Sugar Show. I think it's a pick em again. I know Cheeto's not nearly as popular. I would say Cheeto at this point is a little bit better fighter. He's already beat him. O'Malley feeling good about himself after that win against Piotr Jan, especially if it's for the belt, right? Like if that's because that's what everybody wants to see O'Malley get. I think it's a pick em, but again, I think I put my money on Cheeto Vera. See, this is an interesting one because if you're talking about a five-round fight, I feel like that favors Sugar. I feel like that is where like he can get off a little <laughs> bit. He could he could stay on his range. Yeah, I like that for him, dude. And I feel like that would I feel like the odds would swing him on that way too. Because as we were talking about, like he's not only a popular fighter, but his last fight, I feel like he he got a lot more people believing in him. Even if you didn't think that he beat Jan, his credit went up either way because people didn't think he was going to compete with Jan at all and he did and so i feel like you talk about a matchup that he's familiar with he's a smart fighter um i would lean, i would lean sean being a slight favorite in that one you know i i don't think i, I think that by the by the time that the the, the horn goes off around one that uh, that sean's gonna be be the favorite going into that one friend of the show islam makachev takes on uh alexander volkanovsky the pound for pound number one fighter in the ufc and Islam was a huge favorite. We talked about that earlier. Like, he's minus 300 right now at Bet MGM. So let's say that Islam ends up winning that fight. And then let's say Charles Oliveira says, hold on, I want my belt back in 2023. So if we see Islam and Oliveira part two, what do you think the odds are? I think Islam, he comes in as a favorite because he came in as a favorite the first time and because he won the fight because that would mean they took out Volkanovski. But I don't think he's a huge favorite. I don't think he's a minus uh, – is he a minus 300 against Charles Oliveira? Is that yes. crazy? Yeah? If he is beats Volkanovski, maybe more. I, I feel like that could be like – Minus 500? Just, I actually against was Charles thinking like Oliver. minus 500. Yeah, I was actually thinking something Stop. like that. Because, no, no, because here's why – because, like, we are, first of all, we already saw it, and and it, that's, it like, the dumb. first match of a round. He dominated – Oliver is already a guy who didn't get a ton of respect from the bookmakers. Um, Islam does. And then on top of it, he's already got a win and then a win against Volkanovsky. No, I feel like, I feel like not only is he a sizable uh, favorite, but I almost feel like it's such a sizable favorite. I don't, I don't know what Charles would have to do to get that rematch because it was just that lopsided. Like he's going to have to go on a, uh, on a run for that, for that kind of a fight. I disagree. Maybe maybe he needs to win a fight, but I don't think he needs to go on a run. He went on a run. I mean, he took out the dudes at the top of the weight class. By the way, good work from our producer, Jake Noaker, finding on, I'm sure, some shady website, some odds if these fights do go down. Ilya Taporia versus Patty Pimblett. You're right, man, Patty. Wow, you nailed it. Ilya would be minus nailed 250. It. Patty would be plus 200. So listen to Brendan Tobin when he speaks sometimes. Charles Oliveira. And would be a, a minus 140 Volkanovsky plus 120. All right. What if we see John Jones and Stipe Miocic? What if that's John's comeback fight? What do you think the odds are? Now we're talking about some people think the heavyweight goat versus the goat, Stipe, taking on John Jones. Of course, John moving up to heavyweight for the first time. Haven't seen both of them in a while. So you can't just use the excuse, well, John's had so long off. So is Stipe. Like, I don't remember the last time that guy fought either. I think that's, I think Stipe, I, I don't know. What say you? I feel like initially the odds would be very close. And I feel like 
people would come out and it would almost be like a pick them. But I feel like as the fight leads up, this is one where I think a lot of money comes in on John, the hype videos, people get a look at him. He's doing interviews. Stipe gives you nothing going up to fights. He's, he gives you three words. Um, I feel like a lot of money would pour into John and I would see him. I would see the odds flipping pretty favorable. I would say like minus, I don't know, 180, something like that. I don't know. Again, I understand John, but it'd be tough not to put money on Stipe at that point. If you can get plus 170, plus one, and let's say it goes up to like two to one odds by fight night. Cause of what you're talking about. Cause I agree. Money's going to come dumping in on John Jones, the closer it gets to the fight. So Maybe you could get some good money on Stipe at that point. And you could talk yourself into it at that point. Haven't seen John in a few years. John's in a new weight class. John didn't look great against Dominic Reyes. Like, it's easy to talk yourself out of John Jones right now. All right. I don't, what are I, the odds? I, I, I don't think I am going to talk myself out of John Jones. Like, if you were to tell me who would I be more worried about, like, first of all, Stipe's old. He's had, you know, some vicious, vicious fights. Doesn't sound the same when he talks, dude. Like, that guy's been through some wars. Um, John, like, he's just so built for his career being in chaos. I get it. You know, we could go and we could talk about the uh, the fight against Reyes or Santos. He, you know, they were razor thin. Maybe they could have gone his way. But I do feel like with him, when it comes to motivation and the fight really meaning something, that guy always seems like he shows up in just great fashion. And I don't, I don't think the age is enough to – or the time away is enough to deter me on that. I'm trying to find Stipe Miocic's age, but it just told me that some guy named Michael Stipe is 62 years old. So hang on one second. Who could forget Michael Stipe, dude? I mean, great center for the Cleveland Browns. Okay, Stipe Miocic. Any guesses here? He is 40. Damn, he is old. He's a man. He's 40. Okay. He's old. All right. All right, Jake, how old's John, though? Let me know that one, too, because however old John actually is in human years, you got to tack on 30, another at least. Is he 34? Probably just turned No, 34. he's got to be older than that. John's got to be Youngest champion ever. No, I bet you he's a That's lot younger true. than you think he is. 35 will split the difference. So he's 35, which means that he's 40 also. That's of nothing. All the, you know, think of all the trade he's taking off his own tires, though. Come on, man. Like, they're both 40. John Stipe would be a great fight. You don't all just right. get to say they're what both 40, the... and that means they're both 40. They're not, but they kind of are. <laughs> uh, what if we see what if we see Usman and Leon again? That's an interesting one. What are the odds for that one? I think everybody agrees that Usman's the favorite, but Leon, Leon did knock him out. I think Leon still comes in as like a two-to-one dog at that point. I don't disagree with you, and I feel like I'm very fascinated by that rematch, dude, because you think about it like, Leon already took the beating, right? And still came through with, you know, this unbelievable moment. Do you feel like he goes into this fight with more confidence and like more of a a way to go beat Kamaro and more comfortable like getting off? Or do you feel like, nah, dude, Usman dipped into that and that was a fluke? No, of course not. He knows the same thing you do, Leon does. That I'm not saying he got lucky. It was clean, but he was losing that for 23 minutes and 45 seconds. There's no way. Does he feel confident because he ended up knocking out Kamaru Usman? Sure. Does he think that's going to happen again? No. He, he knows the same thing that you do, and that's why he's going to come in as a huge underdog in that fight. Would you put but money you, on him? I think I would, though, because, like – On Leon Edwards to beat Usman again. If you're telling me the value that you're going to get, which is, like, probably going to be pretty significant because I do think – like Plus you think, 250, like, are, plus 260, yeah. 
yeah, I, I think I would just because, like, you don't think Usman's going to be a little bit shook to take him down, like, knee right to my face, you know? I, I think that – I think it's just – it's one of those things where you pull out a win after losing a fight like that, I feel like it's only up for you from then on, you know? And it's not like not like Juliana versus Amanda Nunes, right, where we were all shocked, but we were kind of like, well, that wasn't Amanda. That wasn't the best version of her. Sure. I know the best version, but that was the best version of Kamaru Usman. Like, I did not get a guy who's diminished. I did not get a guy who didn't fight well. And Leon still comes out with the win. And so that's why I feel like going into it, just with the value of it, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be betting Rocky on that night. I feel like that's the way I'm gonna lean. Um, and I and I can say this is a guy who's a huge Usman fan, but I'm just looking at it and saying, come on. I mean, this guy already won and he was a huge underdog. The first time around, why wouldn't I roll the dice again? That's the one where they're big betters. Like if you've got that ten thousand dollar bankroll, you put it on Usman, and then you win a few thousand, and you got a really good night in Las Vegas. I know it's tough to pay that three to one on a guy that just got knocked out, but it's probably worth it in my opinion. He dominated that fight; it wasn't even close. Uh, it is going to be. We are going to see that fight, right? Like you think we'll see that fight in this calendar year. I hope so. I mean, I don't know how much there is to that whole uh, him. I mean, we know that Usman is dealing with a lot of like that's this is a guy who you know has had a lot of hand stuff. He has a lot of knee issues. He has like he has a lot of physical issues that he just bears down and fights through. Um, and he's a psycho. Like I've seen this guy in the gym. Like he'll literally just be sitting there hitting the bag with one hand because my other hand's broken. And that that's the dedication to greatness that the guy has. But you got to wonder like. Is he ready for another chase like that after being so close to the top? I don't know. Um, and, and, yeah, you have to worry about taking a knockout like that, just like you are with, with Masvidal getting knocked out like the way he did. Like, what is he going to be like the next time around? Does it change his aggression? Does he get more aggressive? Does he try and pour the gas on even more because he's going to try and make a point? I don't know, but I think that I, w- I have so many questions about it that I think I would go with almost the guy who, who came out the winner the last time around even if it was a little fluky. We're talking, what are the odds here on Tapped Out? If McGregor's comeback fight is against Michael Chandler, what are the odds? He's Conor McGregor. He's favored to win the fight, right? I think so. I I think a slight favorite, but I think he's going to be a favorite because I just think, first of all, Michael, Michael's record's a little bit iffy. Plus, you have the McGregor factor of just popularity. Um, I think that it's not even his record. It's who he's beat. Like Michael Chandler, you break it down, you go, all right, you beat Tony Ferguson, you beat Dan, uh, the hangman, like Dan Hooker, you know, Michael Chandler, he's fun. But the more I think about that fight, I don't know about you. I put my money on McGregor. If I get him at even money. Jake's saying that it's a, it's a slight McGregor underdog. He's plus 110. That'll flip by fight night. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, you talk about the money coming in late on John Jones. The late money comes in on Conor McGregor like you wouldn't believe. My money will come in late on Conor McGregor. First press you conference. You have a couple of pops. Yeah, yeah well, you, you're watching the press conference the night before. You're out in Vegas. You have a couple of pops. You're feeling good. It's fight time. The walk happens. You walk up to the window yourself and drop a little bit on Conor McGregor. All right, coming up next with a brand new intro and everything. The segment is called, You're Gonna Fight Me. You don't want to go anywhere. You're locked into the bed. QL Network.